Hola. ¿Cómo estás? Bien, ¿y tú? Welcome to Trauma Lama Ding Dong. Uh, this is a podcast that has uh, us on it. Yeah. <laughs> who, who is us? Me? Oh, I'm Rachel Afjay. Uh, who are you? My name is Richie Afjay. We're both stand-up comedians from Tacoma. And this podcast is going to talk about being a ding dong and experiencing trauma. Yeah, hence the name. Trauma Lama Ding Dong. We did work really hard to make sure that that name was not racist. Yeah. Because it sounds racist. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a nonsensical phrase that they used in a song one time, I think. Yeah. That's what I gathered from my Google research. And then I confirmed. Because I have a master's degree. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, and you're white, so white people are experts on what's racist and what's not. Touche. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Um... Also, we live on two busy streets, so you might hear loud cars behind us, and that just is what it is. We also have two dogs. Um, if you hear something that sounds like a seal getting hurt, that's just our beagle. That's copper. Being stupid. Lady doesn't make a lot of noise. Yeah. There also is a child in the house. Um, she's been told <laughs> to go in her room and not come out for one hour. <laughs> so hopefully that won't be a problem. It's <laughs> <laughs> good parenting. Yeah. <clears throat> um, what's what's the vision for our podcast? Will you tell the people? Um, yeah, the vision is because um, we're comedians that uh, talk about our lives on stage mostly. Um, we talk about our trauma a little bit via jokes on stage, but we realize that trauma in dealing with there's a car. I don't know if y'all could hear that, but that was traumatic for me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we realize that trauma and life is not all silly haha jokes all the time. Mm-hmm. And this is just a space for us to talk about it without necessarily having to make jokes about it. Just trying to process and decompress and and whatnot. Yeah. We'll probably still make jokes about it, though, because we're stupid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And eventually we'll have guests on two uh, stand-up comedians. People who aren't stand-up comedians, traumatized folk, to tell their stories. And we will make jokes at their expense. <laughs> <laughs> With their consent, of course. Yeah. Unless they don't deserve it. <laughs> 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 we should bring our top enemies on the podcast. <laughs> Just to really make it hurt. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I keep, uh, I keep enemies. I keep a lot of them. I don't know their faces, but um, my enemies are people who don't put their carts back at, at Costco. Oh, straight to jail. Yeah. Straight to jail. Or like people who uh, take their sweet time in the gas line. Mm, they yeah. should be executed. <laughs> they don't deserve to live. I think they should just execute faster. Execute gas faster. Yeah. Yeah. Execute gassing up their car. Amen to that, sister. Oh, yeah, brother. <laughs> also, disclaimer, we are not medical professionals. We are not mental health professionals. You do have a master's degree, but I dropped out of college. So. I do. I am an education professional, but I am not. I did. Okay, that's not true. I did take half of one class to get my uh, school counselor certification before I dropped out. True. So I'm <laughs> still not a medical professional. Okay. <laughs> oh. Should we edit that out or no? I don't know. <clears throat> I like it. I like it. Uh, so talk, we're... Oh. Go sorry. ahead. No, go ahead. People talk about, like, speed bumps as, like, hiccups, but never talk about burps, so... Yeah, what's that about? I don't know. Had a little burp in our process. No. <laughs> Probably because most people don't burp in the middle of their sentences. But a hiccup, like, you can't control when it's coming. Mmm. 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 It's been four and a half minutes. Uh, how are you feeling? Feeling real silly. Good. Um, we are comedians, stand-up comedians. We've been doing stand-up comedy for how long? I don't know. What, what's your... I say seven years. Okay. I'm going to say eight or nine-ish, whatever. Okay. It's hard because of the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, but also, it's like I've been doing it for seven years. I did it on Zoom. I maintained my license and registration. I mostly did, like, theme or, like, game shows. It wasn't, like, straight up. 
comedy mostly. Yeah. Those are my favorite kind of shows in the first place. Yeah. There's that. You know what? Maybe we could use the podcast to make my dream come true of Drunk Pretty. Do you remember that show I wanted to do? Oh, yeah. Where you get really smart comedians just plastered. Or you make them eat like a hot pepper if they're sober uh, or something like that. And then you ask them really hard questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just sounds very fun to me. I forgot about that. Yeah. The way it, and it, the way you said it, and I forgot that this was part of the thing, but it sounded it just sounded like drunk party, with, <laughs> Do with you Jeopardy, but drunk, <laughs> drunk pretty. Do you think that weekly we could just, well, not you, because you're a sober boy, but I just get plastered and we record a podcast. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I only have coffee right now, but I can fix that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, but right now you gotta. I think you're on parent duty for the night, so I maybe, am. Maybe don't get plastered yet. Ugh, fine, I'll wait until eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of parent duty, I'm pretty sure I just got a message from the child who is locked up in her room. Uh, she sent me a thumbs up. <laughs> Thank oh. you, Tori, for that thumbs up. I really appreciate it. Definitely uh, important to, to <laughs> put that on the podcast <laughs> for sure. Um. So one thing that we like to do with our humor, with our jokes, is when life gets hard, one of the first things I do, and I, it's one of the first things you do as well, is we joke about it. Yeah. Well, some, I think we have gotten quicker with, uh, lately with uh, just the amount of stuff that we've gone through. Like We've gotten quicker about getting to the jokes about it, but um, with one instance in particular that we'll probably get to talking about uh i we i remember we waited a little bit and i had to let you have the first crack at it and then yeah yeah then the floodgates opened they sure did (laughs) Um, then they opened again and again mm, and again and again for a total five times five times (laughs) (laughs) more like the blood gates that was a good one if you know you know (laughs) And if you don't, just listen up. Yeah. We'll get to it. Buckle up, bitches. Oh, dang it. I was going to try not to say bad words. Oh, no. Damn. Shit. Fuck. Ah! Where's my beep? Where's my beep? <laughs> ah! <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here, guys. Uh, we also... Mist- mistimed bleeps are one of my favorite things. Yeah. You know what? Will you go get me a... <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and say something. I dare you. Something. <laughs> that's so funny okay um we we we're new to this podcasting thing also i feel like we need to say that so yeah. if it's bad at first it's because we've never done this before <laughs> yeah i don't like being bad at things but you know it's par for the course it's part of it it is part of it i've been on other people's podcasts i've been guests but i've never had to drive and run my own mm-hmm. and deal- <laughs> you're a burpy mother it's been eight minutes You've burped twice. I leaned away from the mic that time. They could still hear it. Well, that's on them for listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> your punishment for listening to my podcast that I asked you to listen to <laughs> is I'm going to burp in your ear. I turned away. Do you remember? Okay. When Richie and I first started dating, <laughs> there yes, was a I time. I remember this. <laughs> you remember this? <laughs> he was hugging me. We were hugging and we were just like looking at each other all romantic, just staring into each other's eyes. <laughs> and he burped. Right in my face. He burped right in my face, like directly. It wasn't right in your face. It was in the center of your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you burped on my face. Not even in my face. It was on my face. You were like, Bleh. And then when I told him, I was like, what the heck, dude? Why did you just burp in my face? He made it romantic. <laughs> and he said, I'm sorry. I just didn't want to stop looking at you. Yeah. Are you kidding me? King of romance, baby. Are you kidding me? Disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. Did you make a Facebook post about that or did I? I think it was me. Hmm. It'll come up in our memories eventually. Yeah. <laughs> but I will never forget, me personally. Yeah, that's our 9-11. That's our 9-11. <laughs> the 9-11 of our relationship. <laughs> Look, we're starting off good. We've got a 9-11 joke. Speaking of, shout out to Sam Miller and Jess Anderson for <laughs> inspiring us to do this because... They're idiots. And I saw them do it. And I was like, if they can do it, I can do it. <laughs> Just kidding. I love them. Uh, but when I do the next 9-11, I will. 
<laughs> targeting them directly. <laughs> You're not supposed to have silence on a podcast. You gotta keep talking. Oh, well, I think that's where you come in because you never stop talking a lot of the time. Mother, M- mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I was. I thought we were gonna go with that. Oh, this one. So we have cool sound effects. <laughs> I also think there's a way, I'm going to play with this um, podcast editor thing, but I think that there's a way to uh, add more. Oh, yeah. Should we go through what we have right now? Should we show off our, well, I think or that, should we release them like one at a time? I think that's a good idea, but I think that last one is just uh, like a wild card. We can make that whatever we want. Well, yeah, but there's like m- multiple pages. Like you can like have like different sets. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sounds. So That makes sense. It's pretty nifty. Nifty, nifty. So we're figuring out this podcast equipment. Uh, We will have guests on here. Did you say fingering out? There's lots of holes. Jesus Christ. In in the soundboard. Jesus Christ. (laughs) That is not what I said, and you know that. (laughs) We are going to have guests eventually. Uh, First, we'll probably just dive into our uh, our, our shit. Yeah. And then we'll start having having people on. I think I said that already. Hmm? I did say that already. Oh, show. I'm really good at podcasting, so. Word. That's, I got that going for me. I'm like your, your hype man. <laughs> you just talk and I go, yep. Okay. Skirt, skirt. Brr. <laughs> Sam Miller could never. <laughs> what? No. Um, I have a question for you. I have an answer. Um, what made you become a comedian? How did, how did you get here? Uh, so when I was a kid, um, I found Comedy Central, probably to my parents' dismay, <laughs> um, and stand-up just, it was back in the day, like, early 2000s when they would play, um, on the regular cable television, um, they would play Comedy Central Presents all the time, the mm-hmm. little half-hour specials, and I found those, and... It just became one of my favorite forms of entertainment, like, to the point where I would fake sick just so I could stay home and watch those all day. Damn. And Mitch Hedberg was one of the first ones that I saw. Um, he's a pretty big influence. If if you know me in person, you could probably see that. I'd be silly and stupid like that sometimes. Um, minus the overdosing in the hotel room part. Yeah, don't do that, please. <laughs> I'd love it if we could keep that out of it. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so uh, life happens. Fast forward to right before I drop out of, uh, of Penn State. Um, Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> How many years were you at Penn State before you dropped out? Uh, I was almost done with my third year. Yeah. So See I, the finish line. Yeah, I was like dabbling, getting deeper into my chosen major, and then, um, and then family stuff happened, and I at the same time at all the, the same time like death in the family, realized I didn't uh, want to do what I was majoring in for the rest of my life, and um, alcoholism. So those, the Holy Trinity. Yeah. <laughs> Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Uh, and then... There's so all a ghost in this story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so all that stuff kind of came together. And uh, and then I dropped out. But right before that, I found a, a club. Not like a regular comedy club, like a student club, like a like chess club, but for stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Second Story. I believe. Um, oh, we can we can edit that in post if I got it wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we can. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know if we can. Or we can put it in the show notes or something if I got it wrong. Um, so I did a a show with them where that was that's number one. three. That's number three. Okay, Fourteen but that minutes. One was quiet. But still. Okay, I I can't control the gas that happens in my body. I'm just I'm just keeping data. I, there's no judgment. Yeah, there is. I just am <laughs> tracking the data. <laughs> okay, um, so I did a show with them, and the theme for that show was 
comedians would go up and do their set and do their jokes. And then there was a panel of people to the side that are writing uh, jokes and stuff, mostly insults about uh, a comedian that's on stage. And then the host goes up and reads those jokes just cold. And Oof. it was actually a lot of fun. I think um, I have that set on YouTube somewhere. So, uh, Any sleuths out there can go find it. <laughs> I think it might be set to private, though. So, um, Dang. So yeah, I found that, and then they, after I dropped out, came back and did a few open mics at Tacoma Comedy Club. Um, Tacoma Comedy Club? Yeah, the the OG downtown location. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, after a few weeks of going up there, I got real depressed. I didn't know it was depression at the time, but then I... Uh, took a year away from it, and then after that, I came back, and now y'all are stuck with me. I love that for you. Yeah. I love that for you. Yeah, how about you? Um, I, bef- I just also would like to note that your start to comedy, like not, you, you had like a, 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 an enjoyment of it, a love for it before you did it, but it sounds like when you actually started doing it, Trauma. <laughs> Trauma. Because every time people ask me the question, like, when, why did you start stand-up comedy? What made you do it? How, how did you get here? They expect this, like, fun story of, like, I have always wanted to be on stage. That is a great Courtney Bird impression. <laughs> <laughs> and we call those victims. <laughs> okay. Um, people expect, like, a fun story, but it's not a fun story. Sort of. Uh, because <clears throat> in my life... I was in college at the Evergreen State College in Olympia. I did not drop out. In fact, I went back for more. Mm-hmm. And my yep. student loan payments started two days ago. You have enough college for the both of us. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't, maybe. I, we'll see. <laughs> we'll circle back. Uh, but I was in college. I was working at Domino's. I was delivering pizza. And I worked with this guy... And he was like, I'm a comedian. I was in Vegas. I was in L.A. Hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, he's famous. I thought it was so cool. And so I started talking to this guy, and he was, like, making jokes. And, like, he was, like, telling me about He's like, oh, I got to go to this comedy show after work. And I'm like, that's so cool. I can't believe famous Domino's worker. Ever. Yeah, I can't believe I work with someone famous. <laughs> um, and then I was invited to an open mic, Vomity, downtown Olympia. Ooh. Sam Miller, anywhere again. And um, I watched. I would go and I would watch and I would go and I would watch and I would go and I would watch. And then um, at that time, that was right after my sister died very suddenly in a car accident. And I lived alone. And I never knew, I never knew anyone who died before. And I was scared to be alone in my apartment. I like, couldn't explain why. I just was scared that I would like spiral. So I, on, I was like, I remember saying like, I wish every night was Wednesday because on Wednesdays I could walk downtown, I could go get a Rainier and I would sit in the back of Vomity and I would leave smelling like garlic fries and it was just <laughs> so much better than sitting at home uh, thinking about mortality. Yeah. Yeah. So that friend uh, eventually came up to me because I would like leave the shows and I would stand on the sidewalk and I would be like riffing with everybody like I'm in there with the big dogs. <laughs> and uh, Sam, specifically Sam Miller, that big dog, uh, yeah. he came up to me and he was like, when are you going to get on stage? I was like, what are you talking about? And he mm-hmm. goes, nobody comes to this many open mics and doesn't get on stage after. <laughs> <laughs> and he was correct. Uh, and so the, the way I ended up actually getting on stage was because Michael... Oh, the, the the famous Domino's worker was Michael Tiemont. <laughs> if you know him, he's in Vegas now? Vegas, yes. Vegas. Uh, he's a teacher, too, which is cool. Yeah. It's big big ups from is delivering like pizza. full-time teacher or just subbing? No, he's full-time. He's got a class and everything. Oh, he's Domin. He's... <laughs> Jesus Christ. He used to be Domin. Domino-sin. <laughs> yeah, he got with me too much. I'm so sorry. Where was I? What was I talking about? You were about <clears throat> I was at Vomity. Oh, and Sam Miller, blah, blah, blah. Get on stage. Whatever. And um, there was a comedy collective in Olympia at the time called Oh Fuck, which is 
Olympia Friends Unlimited of Comedy or something. It, it was some acronym, and they called it Oh Fuck. And they did these shows at this Italian restaurant called Trinacria, way in the back of the bar. There was like an Italian restaurant in the front, I think. Maybe I'm misremembering this, but the way I remember it, there's an Italian restaurant in the front and this like dive bar in the back. And in this dive bar, they would do these themed shows every week. And so one of the themes was don't quit your day job. And so I was in school to be a teacher. I was delivering pizza at Domino's. And Michael was like, get on stage. You should do this show. And I was like, okay, I have a prompt. I thought that that would make it easier. And I did the show. I wore a fancy black dress. <laughs> I wore flip-flops. Ooh. I was not yeah, the they were like sandals. <laughs> yeah, they were like sandals. I had the dogs out. Um, I did two and a half minutes, and then I said I was never going to do that again because it was terrifying, and that was a lie. I did it many more times. <laughs> <laughs> so that Still was terrifying. Yeah, that was uh, about what happened. Yeah, seven years ago. Now here I am. Here we are. Here we are. How did how did we meet? Oh God. You're going to make me say it? You're going to make me say it. Um, well, here's, here's what happened. I walked into Tacoma Comedy Club to do an open mic. Mm -hmm. And I, it was like the world went in slow motion. And I looked on stage and there's this beautiful brown man on stage with the stupidest giggle. Just tell, I can't even remember what you're talking about, but I just looked and I was like, me likey. What was Adam Posse doing in Tacoma? <laughs> <laughs> He's a Tacoma comedian, actually. So. Oh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. right. Um, but I just remember walking in, and you were on stage, and I, like, the world stopped for a second. And I was like, he's hot. <laughs> and I thought it was so cool. I thought you were so famous because you were performing at open mic. I didn't know anything about comedy. <laughs> now I know that that is not <laughs> the case. But I fell. <laughs> <laughs> now I know you ain't shit. You ain't shit. I'm kidding. But open micers aren't shit, and I'll say that to their face. That's a hot take. <laughs> That's a really hot take. Not if, if you're an open micer listening to this, I don't mean you. <laughs> I mean your friends. Um, <laughs> and to be honest, we ain't shit yet either. So. Uh yeah, true. Maybe I just, ever, you know, just, you can be like selling out theaters, and there's still people in your life to remind you, you, you ain't shit. Ain't shit. I think Andrew Schultz said that. Yeah. I was talking to Nate Jackson about that, actually. Yeah. And he was saying, like, he just got back from, like, 17 sold-out shows in Chicago. And then he goes over to his dad's house, and his dad's like, take out the garbage. Like, <laughs> 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 so you still ain't shit. Yeah. Um, we're all human. We're all, we're all people. But I just had, I had a big, stinky crush on you that started at that open mic. And I weaseled my way into your life. Mm. It was very uh, calculated. We would play pool on Facebook Messenger. Oh, yeah. And then that led to downloading the actual app, 8-Ball eight Pool. Mm -hmm. And like we would that. play on the app, and you would always go, finesse, because I would just, like, slam the ball, because I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and I, it was, honestly, like a year where I had a crush on him, on you, and I was trying to do everything I could to get you to talk to me. I was trying to do everything I could to, like, hang out with you, to be near you, and you were oblivious. Yeah. There, you literally would be like, do you like me? And I would be like, yes. <laughs> and then you'd be like, ha, 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 moving on. Like, <laughs> Well, yeah, because I like to err on the side of caution, not be a creep. And I've, it's from a, a lifetime of, especially in school, uh, putting myself out there and, Having uh, having girls and women think of me as just a friend, so I thought that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's not what it was. <laughs> but I, I think that's what attracted me to you, because typically I'm not, um, I'm either quickly disappointed by men that I would be interested in, <laughs> it would quickly disappoint me, or I just was like, yeah, not, not really into it. Uh, but you were like, respectful and you didn't like you weren't pushy you just were you were funny and nice and a good hang and you were hot and you had big old muscles you I was, still do i was working out a lot more and thinking a lot more about what i was eating then yeah i was i mean i think a lot about what i eat that doesn't mean i'm eating good <laughs> <laughs> i uh 
I think I was at like 180 or 190 at that time. Last time I weighed that much, I was in high school, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I graduated high school at about 240, Mm -hmm. a very uh, inactive 240. And then I got to to college, and most of my calories were from a dollar a slice pizza and alcohol. So that kind of slimmed me down a little bit. Um, yeah. But that also wasn't a, a very fit mm-hmm. uh, time for me either. Um, then I dropped out and started taking care of myself a little bit, but still drinking heavily. Yeah. And then uh, right before we met, I got off of the alcohol. You did. Yeah. I ne- I've never seen you drunk. Yeah. And I've never seen you with your beard shaved. That's. I kind of feel like I maybe don't know my husband at all. <laughs> That's because, uh, speaking of trauma, I had a dog bite me in the face. And I had a beard already at that time, but uh, I have not shaved it since because, uh, well, one, I just like how I look with the beard, but I'm also scared of what my face looks like with the scars. Have you even seen what it looks like with the scars? No. Are you sure that there's even scars there? Yeah, I can feel them when they... You can feel them? (laughs) Yeah. Well, there's still like a, a spot on my lip where a tooth poked through. Jesus Christ. Your top lip or your bottom lip? Top lip. Oh my God. I can feel it. Feel the scar tissue and stuff. That's terrifying. Yeah. And then me and that dog were still best buds until we had to put him down. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Through the, it went, his tooth went through your lip. Yeah. There was a hole. What were you doing to make him do that? Being goofy in his face while he was chewing on a toy and being a territorial dog. Yeah. He's a, he's a 110, 120-pound Akita. Long hair, so he looked even bigger than that. But, yeah, he was a very big boy. He was a big boy. Yep. Dang. That's that's wild. Yeah. Um, back, to, back to my story. Oh, yeah, back to you. Sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, where was it? I mean, I had a crush on you. Mm-hmm. It was obvious. We were I was doing everything I could to hang out with you. We started carpooling to shows and mics. Mm-hmm. I was like, all of a sudden, I'm going to every open mic in Bremerton. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, that's a little suspicious. Mm-hmm. And you uh, you had nothing to say about it. Yeah. You were, you were going to move, weren't you? You were going to, like, uh, move to Texas. Yeah, I thought, because uh, John Carden, shout outs to him. He's He's killing it. He's in Austin now. Um, he moved to, I think he was in Phoenix before, but he started comedy in Bremerton and that's where we met and he suggested it. I was like, oh yeah, that, that's a good idea. And then I was like about to start making, making real, uh, real progress and stuff towards that. Um, it was like right before the, the. Like I'm good. I, like I looked up realtors and apartments in in Austin. Damn. And sometimes I still get calls from <laughs> calls from them. Like you see the five the area code starts with a five. I think it's like five one three or something. And then they leave a voicemail like, "Hey, I'm just, just blah 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 with Austin Realty. Just <laughs> checking to in see. to see if you and your wife are divorced. Yeah. <laughs> checking to see if you still want it. If you were still looking at at places to to move to in Austin. I'm like, no, not anymore. But damn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember there was a point where it was like, you had to know that I had a crush on you. Like you had to know. And Michael Timont and Jim Stewart, like my friends at the time were so tired of hearing me talk about it. Cause I would be like, I'd be like, Oh my God, today Richie did this. Richie sent me this. <laughs> like I was obnoxious. There was one time we were walking out of the club together cause we were like hanging out all the time and we would like go to shows together. And it was just like a lot of FaceTime between the two of us. And we were walking out and, um, Alex Goldwell Goldwell mm-hmm. was behind us and we were like the last ones leaving the club and he goes are you guys dating and I my soul left my body my soul <laughs> left my body because he just said the quiet part out loud I'd been running around for a year in love with you <laughs> not telling anybody well telling everybody but you and yeah. he just like said it out loud in front of you and I didn't say anything because I was like I want to see what he was going to say and you just turned around and you're like, nope. And I was like, ah! 
<laughs> it was horrifying. Um, and then I went home and I told everybody about it. And shortly after that, we finally did figure it out eventually. Yeah, we figured it out. Okay, Jesus Christ. <laughs> how did that happen? How did we? How did you eventually? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, I remember. Um, I forget what mic or show we were uh, on our way from, but <gasps> I dropped you off at your then house, and there was something before that, though. What was before that? We were on the way home from a show in Seattle. I want to say it was like a roast of Levi Manis or something. And you held my hand in the car. Hmm. Before anything else, like you, like we were in the car and I like was doing the thing. I was like, I'm going to put my arm close to him just, just, just in case. And you put your hand like this. Okay. This is, you're me. I'm me. So his, his hand is laying flat on the table and he laid his hand on top of mine and then just didn't move it. And then we started holding hands <laughs> on the way on the way home. And then you said, <laughs> "This is the first time I've held a hand that wasn't a child's in a really long time." <laughs> I said, "My niece. It's not why just have any to say child." Like okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. But Should, yeah. I remember that first. Mm-hmm. And then there was we would like take we would hug forever outside cars yeah. before we left shows. And then there was one day we were going to Vomity. You were featuring, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're back at Vomity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a cornerstone of my life. And you were holding my hand on the walk to the venue. And I remember we walked in and you did not let go of my hand. Like comedians were there. People we know were there. Mm-hmm. And you did not let go. And I think it was that night that you asked me to be your girlfriend. Yeah. And the night that you uh, planted one on me. You kissed me. Mm. You went, are we... I know, I was about to say, oh, are we about to kiss right now? You were leaning in. You leaned in first. You were staring at me with those handsome eyes. What was I supposed to do? I was opening the door. I wasn't leaning in. I was like, okay, I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe it was like you had like a micro movement for it, and I was like, ah. (laughs) And it pounced. Yeah. Yeah. Then we started dating. Yeah. I normally would not recommend dating a comedian. In this case, it worked out. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only case in which it worked out. Do we know any other comedians? Well, Nicole and Chase, but they stopped being comedians. Yeah. Um, so that's Tom, the secret. Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky. That's true. But we don't know them. We don't, we don't know them at all. <laughs> we don't know them at all. We know of them. Yeah. I remember one time you went, you were going to the Christina P show in Seattle and you'd posted about it mm-hmm. or like having an extra ticket or something. And I tried so hard to get you to invite me to go with you and you wouldn't. That I, was copper. Oh, that was lady. Just kidding. I told you exactly where I was and I was trying to like say it without saying it. But you got to say it. Uh, you got to say it. <laughs> you got to say it. Ugh. It was a lot of a uh, a lot of pussyfooting around before we figured it out. But I knew I don't know what it was. All my friends kept telling me like, "You're in the friend zone. You're in the friend zone. Mm. He's not like it's too late. You're too far gone." And I just remember being like, "I'm just not worried about it." Like I just wasn't stressed about it because I was like, "I'm not going anywhere. Richie's not going anywhere." So I thought, <laughs> so I thought because you were gonna go to Texas. Yeah. Thank God you didn't. But I was like, he's gonna be around. So it's either going to happen or it won't. Either I get to have this cool friend or I get to have a boyfriend. Well, boyfriend. Why'd you <laughs> start whispering? I get to have a boyfriend. <laughs> I don't know. I'd been single for a long time. Yeah. And I, do you remember I drafted that? God, I really was embarrassing. If we weren't married now, this would be like a criminal minds <laughs> like, like podcast about a stalker. But I had that Google Doc. Do you remember I, that Google Doc? I didn't show it to you. But I, like, drafted because it got to the point where I was like, I just have to get this off my chest. Like, I just have to tell him how I feel. Mm-hmm. And I drafted this whole thing on Google Drive. And it was like, it was like, hey, Richie. Like, I know we haven't really hung out a lot outside of comedy. But, like, I really would like to. 
Um, and I just want to let you know that I think you're so cool. Like I said it, <laughs> I typed it like with extra O's and stuff. I just think you're so cool. Or maybe it was dope. I think I said dope. Yeah. And then uh, it was something along the lines of like, I don't know what your romantic circumstances are, but like, I just want to let you know that I like you. And if you don't like me, that's fine. But, uh, and then <laughs> there was option B underneath and it was like, you suck less than every other man I know. So, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty serious. Wow. Yeah. I I know of the the document. I don't think I've... I posted it on Facebook. Yeah. You read it, right? I wonder if it's still on my computer now. I wonder if I could pull it up right this moment. Isn't it on a different computer? Or is it... It's like... on Google Drive. Oh, I see. Google Drive is on every computer. That's the beauty. I don't, out. Yeah, I don't even know how I would go about finding it, but but it it probably still exists. Tbh. Hmm. Probably still exists. Uh, so we started dating. How long did we date? From two thousand seventeen, mm-hmm. and we got married in twenty twenty. Yeah. So you proposed to me on my birthday. Yeah. It was super sweet. Yep. Um, everyone was really pressuring you to propose to me before you did. Yeah, and it got to be annoying because I already had the plan all figured out, like how I was going to do it. I'm like, what are you going to do? It's like, just. <laughs> yeah. What? And remember we went to Hannah's wedding? Mm-hmm. And you, you schemed? <laughs> I schemed? What do you mean I schemed? Oh. I, I wasn't scheming. Like, y'all were... Scheming for you to catch the bouquet, but I already had my scheme figured out by that point. So, there was a, I think what she's talking about, she's um, fixing the camera now, but, because uh, we're putting this on video too. Um, but y'all had, a, y'all had a scheme for you to catch the bouquet. But I was not in on that. Well, yeah, but. I just thought I. You're a part of it. Well, because I caught it. I wanted to yeah. catch it. Yeah. Because I was trying to get you to propose to me. But then in the pictures in the background, you're like, ah, oh, like getting all excited. Yeah. And then like celebrating when I caught it. Well, yeah. Because why wouldn't I? I was really cute. I, I already knew I was going to propose by that point. Yeah. Well, we yeah. already fucked up. We made podcast mistake number one. What's that? Our computer, our camera stops recording after 29 minutes and it's been 37 minutes. Oh. Uh, so there's going to be. Some stuff that's not on camera, but... Some <laughs> some lost footage. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. That's all right. Are you supposed to put podcasts on YouTube? I mean, you can. A lot of people do. Why not? Might as well. Yeah. We can just put our little uh, logo up for those... <laughs> for the silent minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What else do you want to talk about? Mm. What about our What about our wedding? Yeah. Our, our wedding. Our COVID wedding. That was trauma. Yeah, I think COVID was trauma for everyone, but... Collective trauma, that's what they called it. Yeah, especially for people who had their weddings, like, set. And and, and then, yeah, we had a plan for April 10th. We both have... Well, do you have jokes about the actual <sighs> wedding, or...? I had things I would say on stage about it, but it wasn't necessarily jokes. Yeah. Like, I would talk about how my bra strap was showing in every picture and oh, yeah. how we ordered dominoes after <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how it was super romantic mm-hmm. and uh i got married in the old navy shirt you did mm-hmm. that <laughs> shirt was from old navy that i'd had that for a few years i think it's in the in a, in a donation bag now though <sighs> that's fair yeah. I don't think I, I think I also donated the dress that I wore, but I still have my wedding dress. It's right, it's right over there. <laughs> it does not fit me anymore. Yeah. I never got to wear it because it was locked up in the shop. Mm-hmm. I spent two, three thousand dollars on this dress yeah. and then I couldn't get it for yeah. my wedding and it fit my body perfectly at the time. Mm-hmm. I had done like final alterations. I went and did like, I, I did everything. Yeah. And then they're like, we're not essential. So unfortunately it's our store's closed. So you can't come pick it up. I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Looking back now, I'm like, they should have just let me pick it up. Mm-hmm. But no one had masks. or like, It was like beginning of COVID. Like COVID started March 13th. Our wedding was supposed to be April 10th. Mm-hmm. So it was like the first couple weeks of COVID where like people couldn't get masks. People couldn't get gloves. Or people tests, couldn't. Or, yeah, yeah the, govern- the governor was like, you can't 
have more than t- 10 people gathered, whatever, it's illegal. So we, no one knew what they were doing. There was no safe outdoor options for us because it was literally the first 14 days of the pandemic. Because yeah. we, got, we got married on March 24th. Yeah. School shut down March 13th. You had to think about it? What day we got married? You don't remember off the top of your head at all times? I do. Re- I did yeah. remember it. What do you mean? You looked up like, oh, carry one. Shut up. Yeah. I did remember it. I'm kidding. You don't know what remembering is. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, we got married on, uh, let me check my Google Drive. I didn't have to do that, though. I didn't have to do that. If you think about it, the brain is the original Google Drive. Period. Slay queen. Ah, uh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the studio studio audience is going wild over here. Yeah, crazy. Crazy, crazy. Um, yeah, so then we, we had our COVID wedding, mm-hmm. and we were going to have a reception. Right. But we decided we wanted to have babies first. Yeah, and uh, it wasn't necessarily COVID that took that away from us, but... Yeah, no, it was my... <laughs> It was my murderous. <laughs> yeah. So we we were doing we were doing with that while having quarantine be our be our honeymoon. Yeah. We were just like, well, let's try to get pregnant. Yeah. What else is there to do? Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people like have COVID babies, and we were trying to be part of that group. We were, and we failed. We failed. It was like a couple years of us like really intensely trying yeah and having no success mm-hmm. we like got to the fertility clinic mm-hmm. we didn't get very far <laughs> but we got to the fertility clinic i came in a cup you came in a cup they didn't ask me to come at all which i feel like is that's disrespectful they like, poked me they yeah. stuck things in my hoo-ha they stuck things in Yes. I'm the only one that's supposed to stick things in your hoo-ha. Did you know that I had to get internal ultrasounds? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think you were there for a couple of I was just making jokes, yeah. Yeah. How dare you make jokes? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, that fertility experience was all-consuming. That was the point where I, I finally decided I needed to get on medication because it was what I was dealing with, like the stress of the pandemic, teaching online, and then having my second, third, fourth, fifth miscarriage, I just couldn't. I yeah. couldn't. I was at a point where I was having panic attacks daily and there was no trigger, no reason. I'd just be like trying to teach a math lesson. My heart is like beating out of my chest. That doesn't sound fun. Yeah. And it it, it just, I felt out of control. I felt like I couldn't control anything. I did all the right things. I followed all the steps. I ate all the vitamins I was supposed <laughs> to eat. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and they did all the tests, everything came back normal, and it was uh not normal after all. It was not normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. Yeah. Actually it might be your fault. Why why is it my fault? It could like genetically it could be. I thought we got a genetic test done. Yeah, there's more. There's like more tests we could do. Oh. But I got burnt out on it. Fair enough. So, that's the <laughs> You're just snuggling with your mic. <laughs> I was going to see if I could. There we go. That's what I was trying to do. I don't know why, but intrusive thought. I love that for you. Yeah. I love that for you. Um, What what else do you want to talk about? Um, Are we just going through all of our traumas right now? Or? I don't know. Just our journey. Because yeah. it was how we met, and then how we started dating, and then our wedding, and then. The fertility part was connected to the wedding. And the, the thigh bones connected to the hip bones. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. Yeah. So that, that fertility thing was intense. I had to get medication. But I also wrote some of the best jokes I've ever written. <laughs> I wrote some of the best jokes I've ever written about that. Yeah. And it was like going from like crying in my car to standing on stage in, in a room full of people and building the tension so high by saying I had a miscarriage and then cracking that tension with like with a hammer mm-hmm. when I hit that first punchline, nothing, nothing was better. 
No medication is as strong as that. <laughs> yeah. I, I found that my jokes about it are some of the the ones that hit the heart. Like when they hit, they hit really hard. Um, it's because that built up tension. and I, I've started to like just get into it and instead of like... He's like, with one sentence, you just mentioned miscarriage and the tension's already high. And you then, sucked the air out of the whole room. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then I just break it and then tell them that they're wrong if they're not laughing at it. Because <laughs> we're... <laughs> just shame them. You yeah. just have to shame them. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, this is a comedy show. It's meant to be silly. You wouldn't be... Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be talking about it if they weren't okay with people laughing with them about it. And also, it's so common. Yeah. I have, every time I tell those jokes, I have someone come up to me, and they tell me their story, and they're like, yeah, I had someone one time, they're like, I found out I'm infertile today. Wow. And I was like, well, thank God you're here. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so common, like, fertility issues in general, and also miscarriage. It's like one in four, probably more than that, because there's early ones that aren't detected, whatever. Um, it's just so common. So many people have experienced it, and nobody wants to talk about it. Yeah. The only time I've ever gotten any pushback on it was uh, from a retired nurse who had dealt with a lot of infertility patients and stuff. But that same show, there was a couple who had been dealing with infertility and they loved the jokes. So Good. Yeah. Well, I, no one's ever like directly told me they had a problem with the jokes. Uh but I think that's because it's it, it's like my it's our experience, but like yeah. it's my body. Yeah. So yeah. I think that you have an extra hurdle because when you talk about it, it sounds like my stupid wife and her dumb uterus is ruining <laughs> my day. <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah. At that show, I did say that exact <laughs> phrase before I got into the joke, so maybe that was why that lady. I freaking knew it. <laughs> I freaking knew it. Oh my God, did I just find the document? Uh oh. I didn't, don't worry. Okay. Um, welcome to Trauma ASMR. Welcome to Trauma ASMR. Miscarriage. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the M stands for in ASMR. ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. We gotta do the whole thing now. FJ's super miscarriage ritual. ASMR. ASMR. ASMR is not just saying ASMR. <laughs> I don't know why. I think I thought that that I was doing it just because I was saying this word. ASMR. That's so funny. Do you, I wonder if they can hear Copper snoring in the background. Can we have a moment of silence for Copper snores? God dang. <laughs> Couldn't have timed that one better myself. That's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Um, so are you doing any shows coming up? Any shows coming up? Well, this will be put out after, but uh, the night of this recording. You don't know how fast I am at this thing I've never done. Maybe it'll be out today. Maybe our podcast launches today. Okay, well, I have a show tonight. Uh, today, what day is it today? October 7th at the dugout in Bremerton, Washington. Um. I don't know what role I'm playing on the show, but uh, I think I'm doing 20, 25, 30, whatever. Um, Love it. <laughs> I don't know if y'all can hear the snores, but it's distracting. Uh, I think the role you should play on the show should be like naughty nurse. Okay, that's not... I meant as far as like <laughs> feature, feature in your headlining. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so got that and then... Well, the next one's the 21st. 21st, yeah. And we have the Laughing Elk on the 11th. Oh, yeah. With Susan Rice and me and Mandy Simmons, Sam Simmons, Simonson. Sammy Simonson. And who else is on that show? Whoever is, is Jackie is doing on that show, too? Uh, no. <laughs> my show. Okay, well. My show. My show. Um, no, Jackie is not doing a spot on that show. I don't know who is. There also is the finals of the Funniest Motherfucker competition, which neither of us are competing in, but we are both helping to run it. So Yeah, that's true. 
kind of co-producing. I got second place in that competition last year, but I got knocked out in the semifinals this year. So I got mm. to host the rest of the semifinals heats because of that, though. Yeah, you get that money, honey. Not the winning money, but... You know. Oh, well, yeah, you get the $50 to host. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who wants $3,000 when you could have 50 bucks? Buckaroonies. Buckaroonies. Um, I also have October 12th. I'm at Beach Cat in Birch Bay, which is oh, in yeah. Bellingham, I think. I so. think Birch Bay is a different city. It's like that but that it's area. Like, yeah. Right. At, at their bus station, there's a sign for Birch Bay. Like they have a line. Of Why do you know about Bellingham's bus station? Because I was just up there. Okay. That makes sense. I was like, did you, you did you used to ride the bus in Bellingham? Just, I, I went there and I look around wherever I go. I love that. <laughs> you just, I use my eyes and I open them and yeah. there's things and I see them and then I remember them. Yeah. Okay. My little SD card. You my little SD card. Okay. <laughs> um, we also have court <laughs> on the 12th. So that'll be fun. Shout out to Pierce County. Shout out to Pierce County Family Court. Um, I have an orthopedic appointment on October 17th. Orthopedic. Mm-hmm. For? My wrist. Oh, mm-hmm. got it. That's the day of the finals. October 19th, I'm in Seattle. October 20th, I'm at the Corner Tap House, which I didn't write down what city that's in or who booked me on it, but I will be at that show. You have Headlining. a you have a Bellingham show on the twentieth, right? Oh, is that it? Is that the one then? It says Corner Tap House headline Rachel. I think that's that's a, probably the Bellingham one. Then. I think that's a Nikki. Okay, I thought the Beach Cat Birch Bay. That's a different one. Yeah, I'm. My life is a mess. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> we're hanging on by a thread yeah. and a Google Calendar. So the twentieth, you're in Bellingham, and then the next night, I'm up there. So. You, oh, you are. And then that night, I'm in Seattle for the teacher show. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. I was supposed to be doing the teacher show tonight, but uh, it's in Salem, and I was given a chance to opt out because I would lose money, and I appreciate that. Shout out to Don Gavitt. Word. I a- also... A.K.A. Don G. A.K.A. Dong. Dong. <laughs> I also have something in my calendar on October 23rd, and it just says Angry Beaver. What do you think that means? That means we have to sit down and watch <laughs> the Nickelodeon hit show, Angry Beavers. I, I, I'm going to have to do some research to figure out what that is. is it, I don't even know if it's a show. Sounds like a euphemism for something. Sounds like. <laughs> maybe it's a date. I don't know. A date? There's more stuff in October, too. I don't know. When do you think this will come out? Soon, I think. So I can tell you about the rest of the stuff. Who are you going on closer. dates with? You. Ding dong. <laughs> Call back. Drama llama ding dong. <laughs> hmm. I got to find some good royalty free music to, to throw at the, the beginning and the end of this. Oh, yeah. If anyone, any of our loyal fans <laughs> and listeners <laughs> would like to write us a song, a Trauma llama sing song, <laughs> <laughs> then uh, I would be forever grateful. <laughs> <laughs> la 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 ding dong Okay, yeah, it's October. Yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I went to Home Depot, and they had the Halloween stuff and the Christmas stuff up already. <sighs> so, it's, it's uh, tis the season, baby. Yeah, it's the nightmare before Christmas. Hmm. Tim Burton would be thrilled. And all through the house. Not a creature was stirring. Not even a dead mouse. Sorry, dead mouse five. Dead mouse, dead mouse five. <laughs> I love that for you. Um... Oh, I also had this idea for the podcast mm-hmm. where we will end every episode. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Let me let me pitch it. Okay. Let me pitch it. I have this idea pitch for it our good. No, go ahead. I, I you wanted it. your moment. Take your moment. Go. I said I said it. Pitch it good. <laughs> Copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that that actually matters, but my idea for our podcast is we will end every episode, first of all, telling some dark jokes about whoever shared their shit, Mm -hmm. and second, with one piece of hot gossip. One piece? You're an anime? I don't know what that means. 
There's a hit. ASMR. <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> There's a it's a very popular manga and anime called One Piece. That's amazing. Yeah. Um anyways, back back to me. I like that I can <clears throat> whisper on this and you can still hear me. <laughs> I don't know if you'll be able to hear it in the actual recording though. I don't know anything about... There's like little bars that show me the levels. I don't know what's good. I don't know what's bad. What I do know is that I'm louder than you, according to the bars. Also, according to real life. Okay. (laughs) Okay. That was disrespectful. Shall we? Shall we? Shall we? (laughs) Shall we? (laughs) Guys, I'm so shall we. So shall we. Um, But I like the idea of ending it with gossip because... It could be small gossip or big gossip. Yeah. And I love gossip. I know you do. To a fault. But like, I, um, in the words of Amanda Biddle, it's not gossip. It's the history of our community. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And it's important that we know our history so we do not repeat it. Unless it's into a microphone. Unless it's into a microphone on my podcast and you can repeat it. (laughs) <laughs> I'm so mad I didn't think of that though that was all Amanda Biddle I was like writing I was writing about gossip and I sent her a message I was like you called it history of our community didn't you and she's like yep and I was like I knew I didn't think of that <laughs> dang it it's real so do you have any um, hot gossip you'd like to share uh not really Bellingham has a really good ice cream shop that's Oh, yeah, tell them about your cream cheese popper or whatever. Um, I think the place is called Mallard Ice Cream or something like that. Uh, and they had some unique flavors of ice cream. Um, and I had it narrowed down on which ones I was going to try to uh, coconut turmeric and jalapeno cheesecake. And I went with a jalapeno cheesecake. God damn. It was so good. Jalapeno cheesecake. Yeah. That's crazy. It's like a jalapeno popper. Yeah, it was it was really good. And it wasn't like overly spicy or anything. Like you got the creaminess from the ice cream, but there was just a little of jalapeno. And holy smokes, it was good. That sounds magical. Yeah. Um, I have a piece of hot gossip I would like to share. The floor is yours. It is. This is my house. I did buy it. <laughs> I pay the mortgage. <laughs> yeah. The floor is mine. And it's a good floor. Um, my hot piece of gossip is that... I don't have any hot gossip. Uh, I, don't, I don't have any hot gossip. I was hoping that you would have a really good one. And then I could just be like, well, we'll save mine for next week. <laughs> but yours was cheesecake ice cream. Word on the street is um, graffiti. There's lots of graffiti words on the street. Ah, there we go. Okay, gossip. I can think of gossip. Um, Last night at my show, someone told me that someone else was being mean to them. To their face. I know. I'm not going to give any details because I don't want that person to get in trouble because it's not my gossip. It's their gossip. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of my least favorite people in the community was mean to one of my very favorite people in the community. Yikes. Yeah. Straight up said, you're not funny. Oof. Disrespectful as shit. Disrespectful as shit. Oh. Uh, so... Maybe just, like, watch the way you talk to my friends. (laughs) Just watch the way you talk to people in general. Just be kind. You can just keep it to yourself. Yeah. You know? There's inside thoughts and outside thoughts. That's what I tell my students. Mm Mm-hmm. Some comedians are not very good at keeping their inside thoughts inside. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, I thought of something. Go Um, ahead. Anytime Ryan Gosling takes a drink of something, it's a gossip. Nice. <laughs> I think we can end on that right there. <laughs> There's some trauma. We'll be back next ears. week. Yeah. Being married to you is, is uh, just the best thing I've ever done in my life. Why are you looking at me like that? You, you were about to say trauma. I was not. 
your, your mom. <laughs> your mom. We used to have one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Uh, this is Trauma Lemon Ding Dung with your hosts, Rachel Afjay. And Richie Afjay. We love you. Love you so much. Be kind, rewind. Rewind. <laughs>